Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everyone. Great to be with you on Political Coffee. That is this show that talks about political stuff. It really does impact your life, and we do it over a cup of coffee, all with the idea that as we talk about these issues... Well, they're international, national, state, or right here on the local level, that we give you some you know, thoughts, ideas, things that you can share with the persuadable people in your world. Because, frankly, that's how we persuade people to seriously think about changing their political directions, their ideologies, their allegiances, by having those meaningful conversations, not arguing having meaningful conversations. We have a lot to talk about today. We have two interviews today. In a moment, we're going to chat with Dan Farrington, Republican running for House District 20. And then at the bottom of the hour, we have Amber Richardson. She is running for governor in Oregon. We'll have her at the bottom of the hour. Some things to just give you a little bit of a heads up on other things that are out there. The Abortion leak at the U.S. Supreme Court continues to reverberate in many ways. And we'll talk with both Dan Farrington and Amber Richardson about this because the baby killers, as I call them, those who advocate for such in Oregon, frankly, want to expand it. Yes, they want to expand abortion access in Oregon, and they want to expand the law about that regard, too. We'll talk a little bit about that. That does not go away, folks. Last night, by the way, in Ohio and Indiana, Trump-endorsed candidates won, and they won big. Right now, it's at a 55-0 streak, depending on uh, what you read, there is a, there's that's a, on a Breitbart story, and then um, Gateway Pundit has a story labeled "The Rise of the New Right." President Trump goes 22 and 0 on Tuesday night, just in Ohio and Indiana alone. So that also bears into well politics here in Oregon, because we saw in the DHM poll in Oregon that. Trump's negatives, actually his approval rate, let's just put it that way, went up from 39%, which is about what he got in Oregon, to 45%. So is running away from Donald Trump, is attacking him the way you win a primary in Oregon, or does it hurt candidates in the general election, no matter what the candidate is, whether it's school board or it's, because everybody's gonna be asked whether you have any relevancy to it or not. Like county commissioners, no doubt they're gonna be asked about abortion. No doubt they're gonna be asked about Trump. This is the only thing the left has. 
They have nothing else because everything else is a tsunami against them, as you would expect. Our quote for the day, I want to thank my friend Anne-Marie for sending this to me. It's from Charlie Kirk. This will preface our interview here with Dan Farrington. Quote from Charlie Kirk. Democrats believe that defending a life with a firearm is not a constitutional right. But taking a life through abortion is. Make it make sense. Unquote. Quote of the day. Joining us is Dan Farrington. Dan, good morning. Great to have you uh, joining us today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So you're a Republican candidate running for Oregon House District 20. And, and i got to tell you, Dan, it's the question I ask every candidate who comes on the air. Why are you running? Well, a uh, few things. Uh, you know, we are, my wife and I are both empty nesters, and, and she is, is big and ran for school board and tried to make a difference in our education in uh, Salem-Kaiser. And then... I was sitting at home saying, what can I do to make a difference in our community? And I own my own, I've owned my own business for 20 years now and the economy and what is happening to our small businesses in Oregon are, there's a struggle. There's the regulations and red tape and tax structure is just bogging us down. So we can't, uh, grow. Um, that's, that's number one. Number one is that's very important. I have six children and all married, and I'm going to have my sixth granddaughter born here in about two weeks. And oh, great. they're in the education program here in Oregon, too. So education is huge. And if I can make a difference in that, and then public safety, you know, again, having children in this community and uh, having parents or my, mo- my mom and my mother in law live in this community, safety is very important. If we're not, if we're handcuffing our police officers from doing their jobs, not allow them to perform at the highest level, our safety is in trouble and uh, we need to protect them. And then the last thing is uh, I mentor at uh, UGM of Salem here for the last five years and walking with these gentlemen and finding out that we just like to throw money at things and not see results or uh, have a plan or, um, you know, uh, any direction with this money being thrown at the homeless. Uh, UGM has a great model and I want to, utilize that. I was at a safety meeting on Tuesday and listened to our leaders in our community, Polk County and Marion County, talk about um, we need to all come together and have a plan and have results uh, to help these homeless. And it's it's changing hearts and minds of these people to help them get over overcome their addictions and their homelessness. It's not just throwing money at them and giving them a house. It's more than that. Yeah, you're right about that. that. That, that's a loaded. That's a loaded uh, thing about why I'm running. But <laughs> well, but, no, uh, it's, that's the reason I ask. Dan, yeah, do you have a I, website? Yeah, it's uh, Dan 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 Farrington for Oregon dot com, and uh, all my information's there. And I give out my personal cell phone number and my personal email, so everybody can get a hold of me and ask me whatever they would like. Um, I've been a coach for forty years of coaching kids and knowing that. You do not lower your standards when you have expectations for your kids. There's, um, we have to have accountability, and um, and and part of that is compassion too. So, being a, a coach, being a teacher, being a business owner, uh, public safety is all about accountability and compassion and encouraging people to be successful. And that's kind of my message. 
Fantastic. You, your this district, uh, House District Twenty, has changed. How much? Uh, well, I always say it's about by four blocks where I live. Um, I live in South Salem. I've been there for thirty years. Uh, it moved um, basically east about uh, six blocks to Commercial Street. Um, I was in House District Twenty One when I ran in ten years ago. And I'm kind of in that corner slot of uh, South Salem, but it is, has pulled to Commercial Street and uh, to the east, and it's basically wraps around the cities of Monmouth and Independence, and then in West Salem, up around Dokes Ferry, up around the high school, out to Ro- I think it's Rogers Street is the the north uh, kind of area, the street that cuts off off of Wallace Road. So it's it's you know four I call it four communities and. Um, and we're actively involved walking in those communities and, and engaging in uh, business owners and in the, in the public there. So as you talk with people, because you're out knocking on doors and talking with businesses, what both with on the business side, what, what stands out to you as the greatest concerns, maybe the top two of the people that you've been talking to in District 20? The biggest thing, what biggest thing is labor. I mean, having uh, people available to work and then the cost that, that they have to pay to keep people employed. You know, business owners, I, you know, I was in the restaurant business for five years and then I got into this business side and now currently um, medical consulting business. A lot of it is finding people to work and coming to work and then uh, providing them with benefits that will keep them at your your facility so that's number one number two is the product coming in the back door um you think about uh restaurants you know the price of goods have doubled tripled and um you know being in the in the restaurant business your operations costs are fixed your so you try to control your payroll and your food costs and if the food costs in the back door keep rising because of the fuel costs uh you know people don't understand that you know it goes from the fields to the the plants to the warehouse, then deliver to your back door. There, there's a lot of costs added along those ways, and so when it comes to the back door, we, you know, all of a sudden we see hamburgers go from seven dollars to sixteen dollars. I mean, that those are the things I hear from the people when I walk out there. It's just the cost of goods and the labor, and then you know our over our overhead, which is the you know our payments to keep have a building and have the lights on and, and all that. So it's. There's a lot of lot of moving parts, and it's it's hard to manage. And also, the you know the owners has to be involved, has to be working, and uh, in small businesses because you're, you're I, I went from 25 employees to I started in 2002, went from to 25 employees real quick, and then 2008 hit, I had to drop to 18, so I restructured, and then COVID dropped me to 816. I had to let go of two people, which was very hard. But I had to take on their responsibilities because I had to let them go just to make things meet the meet the numbers. And um, so I'm I'm wearing about four different hats now, plus running my company. So it, it is a challenging time for small business people. So how will you then be able to? Because I can tell you, having been a former member of the House of Representatives for eight years, it's tough to have a business. I'm a fifth-generation Oregon farmer. It's tough to have a business and serve people because when you're serving people in the House of Representatives, even though it's not a full-time job, it kind of becomes one very quickly. So how are you going to manage the two of them? 
Well, first of all, I'm 61 years old and I have a daughter that's running my, all the operations right now. So I'm basically helping her uh, take over this company. And my goal was 62, but it changed to 65 with COVID. And, uh, and so she basically runs everything and I've always managed it because I've been a coach all, uh, for 30 years since I've been in Salem, I've managed my day to be done by one o'clock. So, um, uh, so I'm already managing it, time management in that position. And, you know, like today, you know, I know I have a busy schedule. I come in at five and work till eight, and then I go out and do all the things I need to do for my campaign. So uh, it's, it's time management and, uh, and which, you know, as a business owner, you have to do that. And, uh, and I will be available for all that. So I've, I've, I've done it for many years and having, raising six kids and, coaching and all those we've we've learned to uh keep putting our head down and work hard so folks you can check out dan's website is dan farrington for oregon.com that's all one word and farrington is spelled f-a-r-r-i-n-g-t-o-n dan farrington for oregon.com is the website he's also on twitter and facebook you can check out his post there in the last 30 seconds, your parting message for our audience, Dan. Well, I'm a, a third-generation uh, business owner. I was born and raised in Newport, Oregon. I'm a, I'm a local kid. I want to make a difference in our community. I want to help our kids be successful at whatever they do. When I coached, I coached all the kids, and that's the way we should be teaching is all the kids to have the opportunity to be successful in life, and, and that's what our... Our, our school should be about. And when they graduate from high school, they should have the opportunity to make good decisions on directions where they can go and be the best that they can be. And Thanks, Dan, and for joining us. Thanks. Appreciate it very much. Good luck out there at 620. Thank you. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Dan Farrington. Again, his website is danfarringtonfororegon.com. A couple of other things before we get to Freddie. Freddie, hang on. I want to remind you that, you know, if you're not very comfortable at home because the old HVAC system or maybe just the uh, furnace is not working right, you really ought to call Freedom Heating and Air because they have built a great business for almost 50 years here in the Mid-Valley area by making it a priority to get out to people's homes or their businesses quickly, very quickly. They have great discounts for veterans, for seniors, apartment managers. So if things aren't working right, give them a call. They'll come out and they'll make it work right. That's what they do. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Freedomheatingandair.net. That's their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Gino writes uh, an email, says, I'm normally against abortion. That said, would aborting Biden, Obama, Soros or Brown be a sin? Did their mothers rue the day they were born? Food for thought. Let's go to Freddie. Freddie, good morning. Uh, good morning, Jeff. 
I don't know why anybody would want to run away from Donald Trump, you know. All he wanted to do is make America great again. Why would anybody think that? Well, apparently in Oregon, there's a few Republicans that are just not willing to embrace Donald Trump at all. In fact, they want to run away from him. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> um, well, I mean... They, Political meeting yesterday, private political yeah. meeting, probably know the group that we're talking about. And we were talking about election fraud. And they asked a question, asked me, where do you think a fraud happened? I said, it's Portland and Eugene. They did a forensic audit for Hill County, and Biden did win by 7,000 votes against Trump. But, uh, it seems like that at 2 o'clock in the morning, it seems that uh, Portland comes up with a couple boxes of of uh, motor tablets and, and, uh, and the election flips. So that's uh, that's something that we need to get around and fix what the heck's going on there. Well said. Thank you, Freddie. Um, in fact, there is a quote. Um, Donald Trump said this. In fact, it's on the Gateway Pundit. I quote, you can never think to the future until we solve the past because it will just happen again, unquote. That's in direct response to those who want to move on from the 2020 election. We know, and that's what the 2000 Mules movie is all about. We know that there was a lot of cheating that went on. It's obvious. It's on videotape. But let's just move on. Dale writes an email. By the way, it's 503-589-1220. is the power of Buick GMC. Talk on again at the bottom of the hour here. Amber Richardson, Republican running for governor, joins us. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news regarding christine drazen uh dale writes this i've noticed that christine judas drazen does not have an email contact listed in the voter guide probably so people like me cannot remind her of her treachery towards mike nearman the witch also has many campaign signs upon farmland adjacent to silver falls highway and hazel green road for example yeah, you know, it's still, it's just stunning to me how so many farmers have bought the line to put up her signs and support her when she could have negotiated away the bad farm worker overtime bill that is now law that they have to deal with. She could have negotiated away by walking out early at the beginning of the session and then negotiating her way back in. Too bad those farmers don't realize that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Christine Drazen either. In any way, shape, or form. Uh, but I am a big fan of Pfeiffer Roofing, which, you know, because the rains aren't over, we're going to get some tomorrow and a few days, and there's nothing worse than if you're gutters are clogged and you got water just dripping and it's you know that creates all kinds of problems in fact it creates foundation 
initiative. You can call Pfeiffer Roofing, and they do roof cleaning. In addition to the roof replacement, this great product called RoofMax they have, which is much less expensive than roof replacement. It's a soybean-based product. It's sprayed on your asphalt shingle roof, and it gives it new life. They also do that that roof repair. So if you do have a leak, they can fix it for you. But roof cleaning, moss removal, annual maintenance, gutters, cleaning of all of that, they do that. Give them a call, and they'll come out and give you a free estimate about how they can make your life better and your home more secure. 503-647-4725. Again, it's a free estimate. Check out all of their great products and the live chat you can do with them by going to their website, pfeifferroofing.com, P-F-E-I-F-E-R roofing.com. Yeah, by the way, Oregon is a story in the Oregonian. Oregon and 17 other states work on bills to give transgender youths and families safe haven. Yeah, Oregon's going to be a sanctuary state. Let the for young children and transgender teenagers confused by the woke teachers that are brainwashing them and the school boards that allow it. There's a big change happening in America, folks, and this whole abortion thing ain't going to change. 6.30, back in a moment with Amber Richardson, Republican, running for governor. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us on Political Coffee. I hope you are, um, well, if you're still having questions, and many of you are because I get emails from you, And I get phone calls from people about who to vote for for governor and other offices in Oregon while we have been trying to bring you as many the candidates who are running for governor in Oregon as possible. Joining us right now is Amber Richardson. She is Republican running in a very crowded primary race. Amber, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. I've been so excited about this. I can't wait to be on here. So this is so exciting. Amber Richardson uh, for, uh, excuse me, let let me, let me back up. It is vote Oregon first, the number four amber.com. That's her website. Let me say that again. Vote Oregon first, the number four amber.com. And you can learn a lot about Amber. So Amber, the, the question I always ask every candidate is this, why are you running? Well, that's a great question. I do think it's important to get our youth into politics. I am 37 years old, and uh, that's something really important to me. Um, On my campaign, I've been doing a college tour, and on the college tour, the goal was to get 16 colleges. I do have nine left, and no matter what happens in the primaries, I will continue that college tour. Um, And on the college tour, I did a Freedom Band 
um, on the Freedom Band, it has a QR code, and on that QR code, it has your constitutional rights, your bill. Uh, Oops. Do we have Amber? Did we lose her? It is silent all of a sudden. Darn it. Please um, leave your message for 5416904904. Uh, okay. <laughs> for some reason, we lost Amber there, and we will try to get her back as we are uh, going along there. You can again visit her website. Hello? Hi there. You're back. Somehow we got disconnected. I'm so sorry. Yeah, technology, Amber. All right, you were talking about going to getting the youth involved and in going to colleges. Uh, you had a few uh, universities left to visit in Oregon. Let me ask you this question. They are notoriously leftist. So how are you received on campus? Because, you know, you're a pretty conservative person. Yeah, actually, it w it's going pretty well because going on the campuses, it's more about talking about their rights. And I think that everybody in Oregon, we can all be on the same page that our rights have been infringed upon. And so that's where a lot of our college students, um, they, their rights have been infringed upon as well. So that's where the college tour really um, took a hit or took effect because talking about the constitutional rights was what it really um, was about and teaching them about their constitutional rights because a lot of them don't really know fully what their constitutional rights are because it's not really being taught the way it was when I was in school. And so what was a big uh, eye-opener for me was that I asked a lot of the students what was their biggest struggle and a lot of them said that they couldn't even write their papers in their own view because they had to write their papers in their professional it looks like she dropped out again. Uh, we'll wait until uh, we can get her back. That's a that's a common thing that happens, and you hear this, those of you who talk to other college students, you know that many times they cannot really say what they think. I don't know why they, we keep losing you. Yeah, I, I don't either. Anyway, you were talking about how college students have to write papers to please the professor rather than telling them what they really, really believe or, or what they think. So how do you how do you advise them to overcome that? Well, um, first off, you know, like I said, we were uh, going over the Constitution. And so that's really important is talking about your constitutional rights. And really, that's where that freedom ban was really helpful, because, like I said, the Constitution isn't really taught the way it was taught when I was in school. And if you didn't have parents I, that I had, like I had growing up, some of these students, you know, they kind of just kind of go along with what's being taught with their, their uh, teachers as well. So that was kind of surprising. You know, if, if you were just kind of. There, unfortunately, we had an, another interruption. Hopefully we'll get her back in just a moment. So, there she is. I, She's back. I have. So sorry. I don't know why this keeps getting dropped. I really apologize. All right. So, um, so you you you've been all over the state. Uh, you've been yeah. traveling. You've been trying to meet with Republicans, and you know you, to get your message out about who you are. How are you different than the other Republican candidates running for governor? 
Well, you know, that's a really great question. You know, like I said, getting our youth involved, but um, also I think I just find myself to be a very action-oriented candidate. You know, I think it's very important instead of saying, what am I going to do when I get elected? It's what I'm going to do now. And so that's what I've been just trying to do throughout this entire campaign is do things now rather than later. So that's why I did with the Freedom Band with the college tour. I have a, a veterans band that I So we'll continue with her because no doubt she will come back uh, in a moment and we'll have an opportunity to continue that conversation with Amber Richardson again. Uh, her website, there she's back. There we are. Yeah, I don't know why it keeps, I'm not on Wi-Fi. I have full bars. I don't understand why it keeps dropping it. Um, I'm so sorry. Again, I apologize. And so, like I said, a very action-oriented candidate and I started this veterans band. It's called the Triple Bravo Band, and it's about getting resources to our vets uh, right now. Um, a lot of the things that we talk about in uh, being a Republican is limiting the government, and I, I kind of feel that a lot of times um, we don't do that. And so this is a way to get resources to our veterans. What I love about this band is you scan the QR code, and it has resources on there that are outside of the VA. It um, has VA on there as well because I come from a family of veterans. So what's great about this is it's not just in Oregon, but it's outside of Oregon as well. And I love this band because it's interactive. So it gets um, our veterans to say, do I like this resource or do I not like this resource? And so that's out right now. And I've been going to the VFW uh, buildings and talking about it. I was just in Springfield. And it was just so amazing to just uh, take action now and just support our veterans. Uh, you know, they fought for us and it's time for us to step up to them. And then this last project that I'm on right now is called People Are Not Products. It's our uh, boycott slavery ban for uh, fighting against uh, human and sex trafficking. And that one's really big and important to me uh, because I live in Southern Oregon. And where I live with these uh, big, large marijuana grows, it definitely is an infiltration um, in our state. Uh, It it facilitates a lot of this uh, human and sex trafficking in a way that some people don't even realize. And so... Uh, this band is really important as well, and it actually has three different uh, parts of it to it. And so um, I've been working a lot with One's Purpose, and One's Purpose is one of the only organizations that we do have in Oregon that is fighting very hard against the human and sex trafficking. So um, I've just been a very different kind of candidate because I'm very action-oriented. So I want to do things now rather than, hey, vote for me. I promise I'll do it later. Amber's website is Vote Oregon First, the numeral four, amber.com. Vote Oregon First, numeral four, amber.com. Abortion has exploded. It is the distraction that the left has engineered. How are you going to approach that on the campaign trail? And if you, and if you should win the Republican nomination, you got to go up against the Democrat or Betsy Johnson. How will you approach the abortion issue as it relates to Oregon? Yeah, you know, and this actually comes up on the college tour a lot because when you're talking with uh, students, this is something they always like to bring up. And if you, um, you know, something about it, that is that our government, especially in our state, it's always about money, power, control. It's always what they've always, it's never been about women's rights ever, ever. And so... 
you know, I am absolutely pro-life. And, you know, this, the thing is, is that they have, it's gotten so out of control. We are right now in the state of Oregon. Not only are we doing abortions in our state very far along in the pregnancy, but we are now taking abortions from outside of the state. And we are paying for uh, your fight, for your hotel, and now your abortion. And that is, if, if that doesn't set, uh, sound a red flag to you, you know, our, our state is um, at a state of decimation. I mean, this is this is out of control. And um, so I will definitely, um, you know, I, I, I like the heartbeat law um, that was in Texas with uh, Governor Abbott. I think that was a great move. And I see a lot of the other states doing that. And I know some people are... Um, some people think that's pretty um, extreme. I do not. Um, so I'd like to move more in that direction. So and in the last so, um, minute we have left, um, what's your parting comments to our audience as to why they should vote for you instead of any of the other Republicans? Okay, I'm so glad it's not cutting out, too. So, <laughs> um, Well, I think that um, a lot of times people think that um, – you know, not having, you know, the, they say your age or that the not being able or not ever running before or that um, I, I ran a frugal campaign, that those are things that maybe don't qualify me, but those are the things that I think do qualify me. Because I think being showing that you can uh, budget a campaign to show you that you can really budget a state and that uh, we need to start having patriots in office and not politicians anymore. Amber, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck out there. Wish you the best. Vote for first for Amber.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Last segment for today, 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news like the one I got from Lee. Embrace? Question mark? I just can't embrace. Dot, dot, dot. Okay. So a quick look at the word embrace finds a definition to clasp or to hold with the arms, usually an expression of affection. Can someone explain to me these leaders that their job is not to hug another leader with affection, but to support and work with a leader that can get the job done? They complained that they didn't want another typical politician and a successful businessman was elected and had success running the business of America. Talking about Trump. Fuel at five bucks, he writes. Small businesses failed and about to fail. Your freedom is being taken away and others challenged every day. And they want a nice, good looking, hip person to be in office. Dude, it's not a Hollywood popularity contest. It's a job of running a business that affects you, your family, and your future family. Embrace, get real. We need a bad 
A double S John Wayne type businessman to stop the corruption. All can succeed. Thank you, Lee. Those are Lee's thoughts. 503 589 1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Rebecca Donaldson is an award winning real estate broker that can let's just do a great job for you. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, that's what she's really good at doing. So, you know what? Give her a call. See what she can do for you. 503-269-0747. 269-0747. Check out her website, rebeccasgothouses.com. Rebeccasgothouses.com. By the way, the Liberty Daily has a great piece on this abortion thing. It is miracle. This is the headline. Suddenly... Democrats realize what a woman is again. Right. I mean, you know, they, you know, Ketanji Jackson couldn't, she couldn't tell you what a woman was. Right. And Democrats, the transgender crowd, they can't tell you what a woman is. But boy, when it comes to abortion, suddenly they know. Here's some headlines on the Liberty Daily. Abortions dropped 19% to historic low as more babies are saved from the bloodthirsty Democrats. Five way, here's another headline, five ways Democrat policies work to destroy children's lives. Here's another headline. Tucker Carlson reminds America that it's current. The guy inhabiting the White House voted against Roe versus Wade. That's a fact. Did you know that? This Joe Biden character, yeah, he voted against Roe versus Wade in a Senate amendment once. Hmm. Godless Democrats, here's another one, carrying communist flags, attack cops, smash windows during pro-baby murder protest. Yeah. Oh, and the attacker of Dave Chappelle, the comedian, it, it, you know, we've seen all over the place. Yeah, he was a tranny, transgender guys. Democrats, of course, are attempting to make killing babies a key issue in the midterms. Now, want to go back to Gateway Pundit. It's called The Rise of the New Right. President Trump goes 22-0 and 0 last night in Ohio and Indiana. Donald Trump, in Tuesday's primaries, in just those two states, endorsed 22 candidates, and they all won their races. Bannon's war room said congratulations to the 22 Republican candidates in Ohio and Indiana. All were endorsed by President Trump. If you add the 33 endorsements from Texas in March, Trump is 55 and 0. J.D. Vance, of course, won the Republican primary last night against the Rhino candidates that the establishment put forward. So what does this have to do with us? What has everything to do with us? Because you see, in Oregon, Donald Trump is no longer the kiss of death. Again, I go back to the DHM poll. 
Donald Trump, his approval ratings came up from 39% to 45%. is that power of Buick GMC talk. I want to thank um, RighteousRenovations.com. That's Eric Azer's company, Men of Faith, who is a contractor that you can trust. Come into your home, do a very sensitive bathroom remodel or a kitchen remodel. I say sensitive because if you've ever done them and they don't, or they drag on forever, it makes your life miserable. They know that, they get that, they specialize in those things, and they do a really great job for you. Check out their website, RighteousRenovations.com. Again, don't take my word for it. See with your own eyes, read the customer comments. RighteousRenovations.com. To the phones, to Jerry. Jerry, good morning. Hey, Jeff, go Ducks. Go Beavs. There you go. Hey, uh, it is time to have this discussion once and for all, and that is about abortion. Uh, we, for the last four years, have been lectured about follow the science, follow the science, follow the science. Well, biology says that that is a baby, a human baby, being born inside the, or uh, being grown inside the woman. And let's talk about it. They can't call it a, they can't call it anything. They're trying to call it a blob of cell, uh, uh, cells random when it is a baby from conception. Let's talk about it. Yeah, there's an interesting story, by the way, on Breitbart um, about that, Jerry, that notes that the Democrats had 50 years for them to pass legislation making abortion law, federal law in America. They couldn't get it done. Even with Democrat presidents, they couldn't get it done. Yeah, it is time for us to have this discussion finally. But once and for all, you think once and for all, but it ain't going to make any difference in Oregon as long as the Democrats are in control. And frankly, there's plenty of Republican women. I've met a few who are as pro-abortion as the Democrats are. Uh, Most of the Republican leadership is pro-abortion, but let's talk about it. Uh, When it becomes clear that this is not what they, you know, they throw out that you're a sexist if you talk about it, well, let's talk about it. And let's quit hiding behind you're a sexist, racist, homophobe, and let's say you're willing to kill your baby for your convenience. It's the most selfish, heartless uh, thing that a person can do in their lives, and it destroys women. They, they have suicide rates going through the roof after an abortion. Thank you very much, Jerry. Appreciate your thoughts. Go Ducks. I dated a lot of women before I got married, and way too many of them and had abortions. I saw the scar it left on their soul. It's one of the biggest reasons I changed from being pro-abortion. Back tomorrow, friends.